Welcome back to the official Scottish Rugby Podcast. This is Tom Soule, joined by Chris Patterson. Um, just looking before back. we go... Yeah. Looking back? Looking back a little bit. A little bit. A little bit at the weekend mm-hmm. and Italy. Um, and forward a little bit too, I reckon. Yeah. At France this weekend. Um, first of all, what did you make of the, fir- uh, the two new caps? Yeah, great. Brilliant, wasn't it? Um, for some reason... It- it never got overlooked, but when there's so much going on and it's the first game of the season and, you know, Italy had two new caps as well and obviously Stafford started and Cam came on. Um, I don't know, I, I, feel, I felt as if probably could have made more of the fact that it was guys getting the first cap, but maybe it was just me because there was so much going on and it's the first game of the season. But I'm delighted for them and Stafford's trained so well. We said that last week. He's had such a great season uh, with Glasgow after such a kind of difficult season, the season before, or probably two mm. seasons, the season before, where he didn't get a lot of game time and he was almost, you know, surplus to requirements in some yeah. ways in his own mind and he's looking at how his career changes and develops. But, uh, you know, a season that culminated in captain in Glasgow, yeah. being a real important player in, a, in an area of the field that has, has so much depth, if you think of the quality centres at Glasgow. Yeah, um, definitely. So to fight to get a... To get a place in that Glasgow midfield's one thing, and then to captain and be relied on. So it was great. So that that and that sometimes it's difficult when the season stops because you're on a rich vein of form and everything's mm-hmm. going well. But he brought that into. But he's the brought it right back to training. Yeah. And and a great message we said last week again that if you train well and you're training in intensity, then selections based on training as much as is on games, um, especially when it's early season. Um, so yeah, delighted for for staff and um, they did well. And the cam came on. I spoke to cam on Monday and just congratulated him and. Actually, I said to him that it was really important. The game was in the balance when he came on. The game was in the yeah, balance right yeah. to, the, to you know, the last minute. But actually, I think it was was it about fifty one minutes or fifty five minutes or whatever he came on. And it's proper proper test match rugby. You've just gone ahead, uh, and then you know you're you Italy. I think scored not long after that, and, and you're that, that's not you know that, that's proper test match rugby, and you're under stress, you're under pressure, and, and both did really well. So yeah, delighted to see them pick up the caps, and and of course. Scotland to pick up the win definitely and then what do you reckon or how do you reckon Gregor will feel about the performance as a whole um, I think it'd be I think he'd be quite happy with a lot of it because it wasn't perfect you know you mm-hmm. win and, and I was uh, I was involved in the um, in the radio at the weekend and my summation at half time was I felt it was more like an international than a pre-season game but then when I looked at the second half, there was more. I think there was elements of the second half that were kind of more like a pre-season game than an international. So there was undoubted quality in it, in both sides, Italy as well. Um, but there was errors, and I was probably I felt more errors in the second half than the first half. So there's, I think it'll be it'll be frustrated at some elements of it, but I think it'll be delighted with the fact that what it highlights is you know when it was good, it was good. Uh, I thought our defence was was excellent for the majority. It could probably taken a little bit. More time and space away from Italy at times, but rock solid. The the tackle itself was excellent. The um, two or three really important breakdown turnovers at crucial yeah. crucial moments. And, and scrum penalties. Scrum penalties. Exactly. I thought straight that, off the bench. Yeah, the yeah. I thought I thought that everybody. And that's another positive that Greg will take the impact of the bench, the impact of the starting team, the impact of the bench. Um, probably doesn't make his selection easier. No, <laughs> you know, you, you're not. looking at these games sometimes, and like you don't want an easy. Selection, or you don't want an easy answer, and he's certainly not getting it. Um, and the timing of the the penalties for the scrum was really important. The first half was messy scrum wise, but more so from a technical point of view. I think the first was a free kick against Italy, second scrum, or the reset from that was a free kick against us. 
There's a couple of penalties. There wasn't that fluency or, or, or you know conclusion to a lot of scrums. But in the second half, when we were close to our own line, we won a scrum penalty driving straight over the top. When we'd, um, I think, hadn't executed a line out in their 22 particularly well, we you know, conceded a scrum, won a scrum penalty there, so you're keeping the foot in the throat in opposition territory, and then a big one later on. So, uh, a lot of positives. But yeah, I think you'll be happy that there's it's identified stuff to work on, but you know, happy that there's a there's an 80 minutes under the belt at Scottish Cast Murrayfield with a win, and you roll into France. And what do you think Gregor will look to try and take in from that game into France? Obviously, it's a different different aim, different fifteen for this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Bit more to f- fuller strength. Yeah. There's obviously a couple missing out due to niggle. Yeah, or I, I, th- I think it's important to separate the two. I think it's important when you, again, when you prepare for the World Cup, you, you, every game's completely different, and this will be totally different to the Italian game. And I think, I think sometimes it's sometimes different in the Six Nations when you're in a season, you kind of know the opposition a bit better. Like the the, the, the type of Rugby playing the Six Nations is quite similar team to team. In World Cup, it's going to be different for each one. And, and I think you almost isolate the games and, and focus totally on them. So I think because there's so many changes to the team as well, is it only Darcy, I think, that's starting again? And, and Matt Fagerson. Yep. So there's two um, that are the continuity of starters. Everybody else, and you said, so you do treat this completely as a new game, a fresh game. Um, it's a different challenge. France. I assume will be more physical than Italy in terms of their physical mass. Yeah, they have that sort of... They have that go-to. They'll kick yeah. more than anybody mm-hmm. you play against, which we don't often associate with France. Associate with France, So there are clear differences in terms of that. The, they're, number, well, they're now number three team in the world, but I think they'll be most yeah. people's favourites or almost yeah. favourites when they'll come. Probably, they'll pro- in home they'll probably have a, a few changes in their, their squad. They haven't played a game yet. So... I think there's a great opportunity for, for Scotland to make a statement in terms of um, performance and result ahead of uh, facing France seven days later uh, in France. And one member of the squad who was in last week, we uh, actually caught up with um, back in the pre-season yeah. block. And so, yeah, we'll have a little listen back and... Uh, chat with Cam. Yeah, chat with Cam. Yeah, it's so important, isn't it? Cam's obviously on the bench this weekend. He was on the bench last weekend. Made a good impact as well. Some of his distribution, his, his defence. I mean, you could see it. It's great when you watch players come off the bench and that the intensity of a, effectively a trial, really. He just desperately wanted to get involved and immediately involved defence and then his, his ability to can he manage that midfield um, and, and play different positions. So, yeah, Cam gets another opportunity that he deserves this week. So, maybe Carl and I caught up with him. Uh, when was that? A few weeks ago. This is the official Scottish Rugby Podcast with Chris and Caroline. Today we are back inside the Scotland Team Hotel and we are delighted to be joined by Scotland and Bath Centre, Cam Redpath. How are you doing, sir? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, very well. Very well. It's uh, you know, exciting being back up here and it's uh, it's nice to be back up. So now, yeah, I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, oh, I tell you what, I was beyond exhausted just on the sidelines watching your training session today how did that feel uh yeah it's not been easy at all um <laughs> i've never actually done a full pre-season so it's my first one and it's not not been the easiest at all it's uh it's been tough and then you know straight into the sauna after the session which 
obviously it's like 25 degrees already here so. you were in a sauna out in the session <laughs> yeah, to be I know, yeah. so it's been tough um yeah a little bit of fitness a little bit of rugby but i'm enjoying it um yeah as i said i've never done one before so it's kind of my first one and i'm trying to just push myself to as much as i can and i'm uh a bit shattered at the minute if I'm <laughs> is that through injury or yeah Jeez, well, uh, some, never had some age grade stuff yeah. but mainly injuries yeah every year Wow. Just the way the yeah. timings have worked out for you. Oh, a lot of them have been like wait to the end of the year to to get it yeah. done or long term. I've never <clears throat> I've never really done a short term injury. I'm yeah. only picked the big ones. So um, yeah, right. it's just it's worked out that I've never done a pre season. I think you're quite lucky because pre seasons now are different to what pre season used to be. <laughs> genuinely, like, it is rugby, isn't it? Really, it's like it's proper hard sessions, loads of volume, but there's still a, a core rugby element to it. And yesterday it was far less about rugby, wasn't it? Yeah, no, no it's 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 pretty pretty mental to be honest. Mm. And I know, I'm, as I said, like you know, this is my my first one. I didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, mm -hmm. I've done like rehab, like kind of pre seasons where you just run on your own. But um, yeah, to do speed yesterday and and still rugby, and then today was all our fitness day. And I'm rubbish at the short little shuttle ones. So I can't really turn too well. So. Um, yeah, no, it's been it's been really good, but um, yeah, it's been it's been quite tough as well. That's what a downside. <laughs> everything's tested as well. Yeah, like measured. Every, everything's measured. Everything's tested, and it always was, but now it's even filmed. I mean there was a drone. There's a drone and I saw a camera, a video camera along the line of where you have to get your foot over. That used to be just self governed Somebody would thump you if he stopped shooting and it goes up on the board as well in Does every it? meeting oh, we have, like, the, board the board of shame. So if you've done bad in one of the sessions, you know about it on the board. It's a bit like oh, I tell you what, the watching joys. not only just watching the intensity of that session today, I was I was blown away by that. I think I think we all know obviously it's a job and it's a it's a great job to do, but it's the the, the work rate today was next level in that heat and in those conditions and and that's the nature of the job but then at the end of it you and, and Mossy were doing a session two kicking yeah uh, I've been trying to bring my kicking back into my game uh, you know if, as I was going back to a few injuries I've had quite a few knee issues over the, when I was young in my career um, and I kind of neg neglected my uh, my kicking side of my game just because I thought get my knee right before and, and it's probably the right time to just bring it back in um, you know the kicking game's coming into the game massively so yeah, trying to do natural, it. Natural, natural. Yeah. Trying to spiral. Uh, played a lot of football, Cam, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I did. It was probably your first love, was it? Um, oh, I mean, I didn't really have one. I, I, I mean, I, I probably followed it and supported it more. Uh. Um, but I'd be athletics, rugby. Uh. I, I never really cricket. Murray was always better than me at that. <laughs> um, <laughs> brother. Yeah, my little brother Murray was always better than me at cricket. I didn't have the hand eye for it or the patience. Um, <laughs> so I was always athletics, cricket, and uh, mm. athletics, football, and rugby. Um, and I did a bit like with West Brom Academy yeah. um, when I was uh, when we lived in Cheltenham. Um, but Are they yeah. your team? Are they who, no, who do you? Man United. Fan. Oh, he's got the smile. Yeah, big Man United fan, and uh, you know me and Mish up here, we're always trying uh, to you know, chat about it and stuff. So I actually went to school with um, Harvey Ferguson, Alex's grandson. Oh, nice. So um, Dad's got that, like you know, yeah. the link. He goes to Fergie's golf day, and yeah. I went to school with nursery and uh, and secondary school with uh, with Harvey. So. I've been to a, a few football games and I managed to get into a couple with director's box and stuff. Oh, so great. It's been quite good. Any stories? None for uh, the podcast? No, no, none for... I've not really got any. <laughs> as, uh, as Harvey, yeah. said, does he play football? Uh, no, he, he did when we were younger. He uh, played a lot of rugby as well. Oh, he played. He was at Sedba, so... What position? Uh, he was a winger. Oh, he was uh, he was quite quick. So uh, but as, as he got older, he kind of went into... So you set him up for the tries, Carl? <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> tried to, anyway. Assists. <laughs> I didn't pass much at school. <laughs> well, actually, that's... I mean, you mentioned your dad there. We, we, we can't have a, a chat with you without talking about him, looking at his own career. 60 caps for Scotland. Uh, mm. Prolific captain. Uh, his name is synonymous with Scottish rugby. Now, there was a time, however, because you played your age grade sport, you played with Scotland to under 
under-18s and then England to under-20s. And there was a wee minute there we thought you might be wearing the rose and not the thistle. Yeah, so I uh, I did. I did my... Um, when I was... So I was always a year below with Scotland. So I was 15 when I played my 16s and then 17 when I did under-18s. Or 16, sorry. 16, 17 when I did under-18s. But I actually got injured in my Scotland under-18s first year. So I was 16 going on 17. And... Um, after that, it was kind of like rehab back at Sale and my academy. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, that you know, when when you're in England like at school and academy, it's kind of the, they kind of push it a little bit and it's, it's just very easy to mm-hmm. just go that way. And I ended up going that way through all the age grade stuff. And um, I went to a, the odd training camp when I was at school and, and things like that. And um, yeah, just, you know, the the path ended up in the right direction now in the blue again. So it's um yeah, it was I, I would have paid money to see your dad's face being <laughs> a supportive father, uh, but a man from Gala trying to support his son. Yeah. See his face if he called for the Gala. Uh, oh yeah. Melrose well, man. Melrose man, goodness <laughs> me. I'd say I take that back. But it, I can only imagine that he would have supported anything that you chose to do, but there must have been a wee bit of relief on yeah. on his <laughs> Well I think I think so. I remember on my debut we've got um you know a very very close family friend like um and the, the whole family they came round to to my parents house on my debut obviously because it was covid and we couldn't um we couldn't watch it in, in the stadium and i remember um mitch the the dad of the family um he texted me in the morning saying good luck today and stuff and then i got back after the game and i checked my phone and i see like, two videos i'm thinking what's going on oh, <laughs> one's uh my dad drinking the the whiskey he got on his 50th cap <gasps> saying like you know cam like this is obviously even a special day. So I've opened this bottle. I'm going to have a, have it with everyone here. And then the next is about 40 minutes later, him getting dragged up the stairs because he's passed out. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, you know, he, I think he was pretty happy. But he just doesn't show it all the time. He's, uh, he, he's quite, you know, we've got a really good relationship with my rugby side of it mm. where he doesn't necessarily compliment me on, on, you know, the good stuff. He's more just straight down to the line and this is what you need to work on. And, and you know, it's worked. It, I love it. It's how I kind of, grew up uh, learning how to, to get better. So, um, yeah, he's good with it. But, he, I mean, as I've got older and, I'm, and now I'm a professional and stuff, he's he's probably, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of sometimes tell him, Dad, it's not, you know, it's not the same anymore. <laughs> it's changed a lot. So I got sent the still of that video <laughs> by as well. So it was one of the group chats. Look at Brush. He's that proud. He had a big, like, cross. Like, yeah, he's he's got his, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. It's on my sister way. painted it all on his, yeah, on his, say, on his belly. Yeah, that's, oh, I think when you put it like that way as well, though, that right there is a validation. That's the... Well done, son. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But it was really supportive of your English career mm. as well, yeah. right? and you can totally understand that. Like you, you're in the system. Your friends are growing up round about. You're eligible for for the countries, of course, and you trained with the, the national team, as you say, as a youngster. How did it? Can you? You will remember, but and I know it's maybe three or four years down the line. But how did it compare to the training on-field stuff, not the off-field stuff, but the on-field stuff to what you do in Scotland. Is it quite similar? Or uh, yeah, having quite, a unique yeah. experience of both, like two international camps? Is, it was very uh, similar. I think uh, the, the difference was probably the fact that when I first went into train with the senior team in, in uh, when I was in, Eng- in England, it, was I was Brighton, 17. Was it? It was yeah, I was 17 at the time. Yeah. So I was probably way off. I was fit I was fit as a fiddle, but yeah. I was like like 90. No, reference to it either. So I was, uh, I was light as anything and it would be more like, for me, I'd be kind of more in like the fallow weeks when some boys weren't there because mm-hmm. of, um, you know, some of them going back to play for their clubs, I'd be on my, my school holidays and they'd just be like, all right, we'll bring you in. <laughs> so I'd be like, all right, okay, whatever. <laughs> and what actually, the, my the funny story, my um, my first, one of my first times going in, 
I uh, passed my driving test the morning of going oh, in. Really? And, uh, Did you drive yourself in? No, my mum wouldn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, uh, that was my. Uh, they were like, anything interesting happened to you recently? And no. I, was, I think someone knew no. because I said to them, I was like, oh, I can't get on that train because I've got my driving test. Like they told me really late. And um, yeah, I ended up doing my driving test that, that morning and going into camp on. Wow. What a day. Like, yeah. What a I day. I wonder what your driving instructor would have said. Congratulations, <laughs> Pass. What are you doing later? <laughs> You'll not believe this, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out on this. <laughs> it's quite an interesting journey, though. And, and you know, we the, when the eligibility laws sort of did change, we speak about this a lot with the, the Scotland women. And, and, and we, we've heard a lot of really interesting stories on the official Scottish Rugby podcast about what it's been like to play sort of for both and, and then to, to be able to firm up your allegiance and your future here with Scotland and that's your focus now ultimately as well as, as your commitments at Bath. Yeah no definitely you know I've for me it was all just I never really thought when I was you know I was 18, 17, mm-hmm. 18 and I just kind of we whatever kind no. of yeah no, whatever kind of got put in front yeah, of me yeah. was yeah. what yeah. I was doing and oh. I, I would literally go from I remember so I started playing for sale when I was young as well and I remember going I'd go train at school on the Monday and then Tuesday I'd be full-time with, with sale then Wednesday, I'd come back, do my homework, wow. go back to train with um, with school. Then Thursday, I'd go back to sale, train the full day with them, miss my day of school, be like, oh, I oh. need to catch up here. Then um, that's the same. And then it would be like, maybe if I was going to play the following week, I'd be away from school for the whole week, play my game on the Friday night, and then be back at school wow. Saturday morning for school. And it and was. Did you still play for the school? Uh, no, 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 no. no I couldn't, yeah. Because I, I played, it was my first time playing like 80 minutes, because obviously right. at school, it's only, I think it was yeah, 70 minutes. So we'd. 80 minutes in the game against like, I think we played, my first two games were Worcester and Saris uh-huh. in the Prem Cup. And that Saris game was, Will Skelton was playing yeah. and my shoulders the next day. <laughs> I was the first time I've ever realised like, because like, at school you don't really, you get sore, but you don't really, it's yeah. not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember going in and I was like, oh no, this is mental. And then going back to, you know, the, the England stuff, it was kind of just what got put in front of me, what was the best thing for my development. And, you know, everyone, you know, whether it was school, um, or sale academy stuff. They were just like, yeah, just you know, this is what you're doing. This is here you go. You've been in, invited to this, and I was all right, cool. And, and logistics so too. It's supportive as well. Yeah. The school must have been supportive of that. Yeah, it was well, Sedbra, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so I went to yeah, Kings Maxfield before yeah. um, till uh, 16, mm-hmm. and then from 16 to 18 I went to Sedbra. So yeah. majority of the kind of high end uh, of like kind of the end of my school career, going into like coming professional, was when I was at Sedbra, mm-hmm. and they were they were happy with you know everything. Um, they would be like supportive of me going because I guess it looks good for the school. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we had a really successful two years at school and mm-hmm. I loved it there. Um, but that's and, an indication yeah. of the work and the commitment yeah. and the dedication. Like what you've just said, that schedule there, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen by accident. That's well, the one thing I do regret is probably I left the schoolwork to the side of it too. Much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I wish I put you know put a bit more into that, um, but. I still you know tried my best mm-hmm. with it all and tried to manage it. The decent well. team though as well. Sorry, so, no, no, yeah. yeah. Is it, and I might be wrong, but was the guy Josh Hodge that plays? We had a we, we had he quite was, a few. Uh, he was we who had, else um, was in your team? So Bevan Rod, yeah, yeah. My, he was at Loosehead, England's um, international prop now. Yeah, uh. Uh, we had our second row was Ruben Birch, who's at Sale. Uh-huh. Uh, Rob Farrow, who's just he was at Newcastle now at Ealing. Uh, we had a young lad called Harry Hill in the back row who used to play for the age grade stuff then. Mm. Um, who else was it? So the standard of rugby at school would Jack, Jack Hill, who oh, yeah. was also um, Scotland under twenties a few yeah, years ago. Yeah. He was in the in the in the second row or back row. Uh, then we had uh, Tom Curtis, who's at Sale, uh-huh. would be our ten, or Will Hayden Wood, and then one of them two would be in the centres with me. And then we'd have Josh Hodge at fullback. Uh-huh. We'd have. Uh, oh. at one so point, the standard of school rugby was. Yeah, 
not yeah, preparatory was, for the, the pro stuff, but it's a high standard. It was it was it was definitely the highest of like standard. We won Rosalind Park tournament. Yeah. yeah. Um and I remember doing so the the mental thing about Sedba was you'd go um Thursday or no sorry, Tuesday you'd run this like ten mile like fell run. <laughs> Called the Wilson run. I didn't actually do it because oh, it's all coming out now. Yeah, I didn't actually do it because I can't hide that. I, I, I wasn't really. I never really did any of the spell and stuff. I just didn't really. I wasn't <laughs> very good at it. I'd always pull a sickie or something. Um, but that was on the Tuesday, and then the boys going to Rosalind would go on the Thursday, play Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and then we'd drive back all the way from London to Sedba, which was like six and a half, seven mm-hmm. hours, and then play in the Sedba tens for two days. So some lads would do wow. the whole thing. Wow. And I, I was I couldn't I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. I didn't even do the Monday on one of the years. You knew played, your limits. <laughs> oh, I just wouldn't. I'd obviously as well with all my 18s mm. and 20s mm. stuff in my upper sixth year. I literally was away the whole time, and then it would be back for you know the rugby stuff, or you know if I needed to be back for school. My my teacher, um, you know, the headmaster was very good about it. He was like, you can go away at any point, but if we need you, if you're lacking, we'll have to bring you back. It's mm-hmm. academic first, but we'll uh, support yeah, your... Yeah. yeah, he was just there, like, just, you know, as long as you're st- like, sticking on task, mm-hmm. then go and do what you want. Does this, this has given us a wee bit of an insight into you as a person, though, as well, like, in terms of how you approach your, what is now effectively your your work, that you put that effort in, but you also are clearly front and centre of the management of how you, how you approach things and the decisions you make about yourself and your your future have you it would how would you describe yourself in that sense um i think i've learned a lot over i guess what i'm only 23 and i've learned probably from the age of 17 i've been through quite a lot in mm. in my career injuries have probably changed a lot of what i've thought of um you know when i was eight when i was 16 17 18 you know i had one shoulder issue when i was at school and my whole kind of like like childhood school kind of rugby stuff mm-hmm. and it wasn't really big like I, you know I didn't really rehab it properly and I was fine and I, I thought that's how it was when I came into professional mm-hmm. and then I did my AC out of school um, the following year I had something else and then pretty much every year for four years I had something did two years around COVID time where I was you know playing really well playing you know every week and felt great and then um, my debut here mm-hmm. I, well, I'd go and, you know I lost feeling in my arm and didn't really want to tell anyone and then it made it worse, stupidly. Um, so I was out for 10 weeks, then came back four games in, did my ACL on my other side, was out for pretty much a year with that. Well, I was like eight months and came back, played four games and did my neck again. So I've learned a lot from, from that, um, more than probably what, anything. What do you learn? Because that's, yeah, that's brutal. That like? At a young age, that, yeah. that, that, that <coughs> list of injuries would be tough to take over a career, okay, yeah. like a 12, yeah. 14, 15 year career. I, I think the, the second kind of burst of it was probably the wor- the hardest one because mm-hmm. The first one when I'm out of school, I kind of, uh, well, I guess actually both were very tough because my first one out of school, like playing at Sale when I was 17 to then getting a big injury, which mm. I, in, if all honesty, I probably didn't recover for that until I left to go to Bath mm-hmm. um, because I never really found form at Sale. I didn't really have like the, the strength back properly in my, my quad. And that, did that frustrate you? Uh, yeah, because I thought it was right. I thought yeah. everything was right about it and then I'd overtry stuff mm-hmm. and being, you know, somebody who at school level was one of the better players mm-hmm. to then going and you know playing at 17 mm-hmm. when I played at Sale to then being like come like, what and I remember uh, you know I never really read stuff on on like, social media but I remember one of my last games for Sale I read someone saying oh that camera pass taking a backward step mm-hmm. and I was thinking I can't like, I'm trying my hardest yeah. like, what do hard. I do yeah, yeah, yeah. That must have um, been so that hard. was tough but I you know I, I've I've never really looked at it and and I guess at the end of the day like for me it was always like the toughest parts about rehab were just the dark days in the gym that no mm. one saw. 
then you've got to go back and then try and be the same person you were. So I think I've probably changed my game massively over the last kind of probably four years. Like each year I've changed it slightly, mm -hmm. slightly different bits. And then when I get my, so like for me, my knees never, they took two years to really get back to kind of feeling normal again. Um, so like in that two years, I'd be like, right, okay, I've got to change something here. Mm -hmm. Then it would be go. And that, that's what I'm saying now about my kicking game. Mm -hmm. Because my knees are feeling really good at the moment, I'm working to keep them like that. Then my kicking game can come back in. So mm -hmm. something else might have to, you know, take a backward step. And whether that's a, say I've had a shoulder issue or something, there's always something that in a rugby, like, you know, season, it's you always gonna have something that's a bit sore. So um, I've learned that. Um, it's a mature approach that. I, well, I guess I'm sure, yeah. I wouldn't so, have known about it unless yeah. I'd kind of been through yeah. it all, if I'm, if I'm honest. So. See, when you're saying about, and, and we will move on in a second, but I think it's really interesting what you're saying, and, and that matures the answer, you know, and having that level of understanding at this sort of age and stage. When you talk about the dark days that you would have and, and players have during rehab process yep. in the gym, and your words that nobody sees, what did you d learn about yourself? What, what did you do to make those days a wee bit brighter or to get out of that that place um so i was actually quite quite good at it i think so initially my first kind of ones at sale was probably more um because i was only 18 like you don't really like the down days when you're 18 are kind of like oh i'm still a professional rugby player like this is so mm -hmm. cool like, I'm, and then like i was back for my first acl in six and a half months which is ridiculous for like it's too quick yeah. if i'm honest mm -hmm. um so i was back really quick and then i was like, oh i'm, I'm like everyone was going oh can mm -hmm. you looking big because i was like first time i've ever trained up a body gym i was thinking <laughs> like, i'm looking big so <laughs> i was like uh you know I was, I was taking all that kind of stuff and that kind of that first initial injury in that six months i was just there like oh this isn't like that bad everyone mm -hmm. says injuries are bad mm -hmm. but the thing for me which was hard was the trying to get back to myself i just never felt myself at yeah. sale um moved to bath Covid hit within a three weeks of moving there, so I was paying rent on a flat for six months. I didn't live there. Um, <laughs> oh, that <but> hurts. <laughs> that's, 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 so yeah, that injury that <laughs> in Bath. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, that that was uh, that was the time that kind of my knee was like really good because I just had what's kind of five months of just living at home with mum and dad, gymming every day, running every day, mm. and, and my body started to feel really good because I wasn't taking contacts and stuff. So, I guess um, the the second kind of block of my tough. Uh, injury kind of spell was probably tougher just because um, you know I've, I've I've kind of You've had a taste of what yeah I've had a taste of international rugby you were, yeah, you were yeah. close there yeah and, point, and the thing the, probably the hardest part was I did one game for Scotland mm -hmm. got injured and then the following year I did one game again did exactly mm -hmm. the same yeah. thing the straight after I'm thinking mm -hmm. someone doesn't want me to play know, in Scotland so like, hard, who is that yeah. um, so hard yeah. like in weather yeah. as well like I was lucky I didn't have a lot of long term injury really any long term injuries but like you don't want to look at the end point, but you want to look at the end point. You yeah. want to get better. You want to get back in the field. But actually, the way to get back in the field is to look at the next run in the ladder that you have to get to reach a stage, a kind of approach to it, rather than... But your mind always wants to go, oh, yeah. I can't wait to get back in the field. I can't wait to do this, this, and this. But it's almost the worst thing you can do, isn't it? You just have to hit the target that's next rather than looking yeah. too far ahead. I, I built a really good relationship with the people at Bath as well with... You know, even at Sale, I did be uh, the Nav, the physio at Sale. He was great with me, and mm -hmm. he worked he, unbelievably well with me for being an 18-year-old who didn't really understand the gym, didn't like the gym, and mm -hmm. had no motivation to go to the gym because all it was for me was kick, pass, run, mm -hmm. just have fun. Um, so the second time, I was like, all right, I need to probably 
like, you know, work hard in the gym. I've had a knee and a shoulder within six. I had my ACL done and then I needed my, my shoulder repaired at the same time. So I waited till I was off my crutches. And then the day I moved into my new house, oh, I got finally. my shoulder up because it was the only day. And my mum and dad had to go and move everything into my house for me. Good boy. That worked I was like, well. go on, dad, get, get <laughs> in there. Every cloud. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was probably the hardest one because I was like, you know, I was limping everywhere with a sling mm. on and it was like um, both my right side. So it's kind of, I've just felt like I can't even lie here. I can't mm. even, like, I've got to ice my knee and then straight into ice on my shoulder. I'm there just like, this is a nightmare. So that one was tough because it was probably eight weeks of being very immobile, no fitness, no gym mm. really. Apart, uh, you know, apart from maybe a, a 10 kilogram plate kind mm -hmm. of push on a leg press or something mm -hmm. seeing your it body physically just... change as well, well yeah, that, yeah. That's, i remember my girlfriend said to me she went god cam you're looking a bit sloppy <laughs> i was like god, the hits just keep on coming me. i was like oh. <laughs> i was like the first time i've ever like looked at and i looked in the mirror after i was like this is actually a bit i've got like love handles here like tiny bit um so yeah it, that was probably um the hardest one just because i've had you know i had my taste of international rugby yeah. and, and my debut was so like an amazing experience and everything. I was like, oh, this is cool. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, then obviously my neck was, wasn't ideal. And then the second neck was was just a nightmare. It was so unlucky. I, I, every injury I've had has been so unlucky. Mm -hmm. I've never planned it or, or like, you know, had it for a couple of weeks. It's always just been like one game, bang, someone just like landed on me. Mm -hmm. Or my knee, just I stepped someone and I thought, what step? And then suddenly I tried to run and I couldn't. Oh, no. So um, yeah, it's, that's the tough bits. But was I was always really positive with it. I've, uh, you know, as I said, going back, you got a really, really, really yeah. good group at Bath with, you know, a couple of, you know, physios like Chris Oliver and, and Mitch, who, like, they're like the guys I've stuck with through all of my injuries over the last kind of three years. And they just, they know what I don't like the gym. So we do everything we can to make it, change it up, make it fun, kind of keep the So you're doing the, the gym, but without stuff. you thinking or feeling that you're doing kind the gym. Kind of, yeah. Type, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's obviously, it's got better. Lecky's kind of been really good as well with it. So, no, it's, it's good. It's, it is what it is. It's part of the, the job, unfortunately. You can see your personality and your positivity coming through. Mm. To go through all that in such a young age. But the, the move as well from, from Sale to Bath was a big move, wasn't yeah. it? Because you, well, your association with Sale and the academy and growing up in the area and your dad's association with Sale. And then you, you know, by your own admission, being frustrated really at not yeah. really being a true reflection of yourself. How big a move was that for you? Um, or was it needed? Did you, did you want a, a fresh start? It was... It was it was hard. It was uh, hard because I was you know everything I kind of knew was either was up north. Uh, you know, I'd lived down south years ago, but I travelled a lot as a kid. Obviously, born in France, mm -hmm. lived in Manchester, then back to uh, Gloucester, then back to Manchester. So, um, it was needed. It was definitely needed, and it was definitely the right decision because I just needed someone else, someone new to yeah. like to to like look at me as a as a player, and I was someone who. Um, when I was, you know, obviously going back to it, I played at 17. Yeah. I shouldn't then be a year later feeling like I'm not, I'm nowhere near as good as I used mm -hmm. to be. Like, oh, what's going on? And I remember I, speaking to my dad, I used to speak to my dad about it weekly and be like, oh. I used to go around in a game and hit like 15 rocks and touch the ball twice. <laughs> and I was thinking, why even <laughs> no, do no. this? No one's asking me. The sale coach is saying, you don't need to take that many rocks. Yeah. And I'd still do it. Oh, yeah. um, Too honest. <clears throat> yeah, and it, it would be these things is I probably because I was, um, so scared to kind of mess up i'd do mm -hmm. everything i could mm -hmm. to do the stuff that like i wouldn't need to do i'd yeah. work extra hard yeah, it's honesty it's honesty it's working yeah. too hard 
and then Almost. again I'd Over probably American. then think oh I've not had a, an attacking involvement or, or a big defensive thing so you'll try and force something so then I'd try and do like a an offload which uh -huh. I knew I could do but it wouldn't be the right time to do it yeah. or no one else expected it around me International rugby continues this weekend at Scottish Gas Murrayfield. Scotland will face France and Georgia this month in the famous Grouse Nation Series. This is your opportunity to support Scotland in the capital as they prepare for this year's World Cup in France. Secure your tickets now at scottishrugby.org to see Scotland take on one of the best teams in the world this Saturday. There's nothing like being there. These are things that also come with age and experience and one of the one of the things that's shining through about this chat is that you've crammed a lot of lessons and had a lot of personal growth forced upon you through injury, through circumstance, through form yeah. issues that are all interlinked with injury too. And you've learned a lot of these things from a really young age. So propelling us to where you are now, you're established at Bath, you're, you're back inside a, a Scotland environment and Ultimately, how do you feel about where you're at now? Um, I'm happy in my position at Bath. Obviously, here I've, you know, my, my injuries have held me back a little bit. I feel because every time I get one, I, I seem to then not be available to to do a second until probably this year, which you know was my first Six Nations where I've been fit the whole time. But I, you can't complain because the lads playing were were playing outstanding. So um, that was obviously frustrating for me to, to you know to one game in the Six Nations, but. Again, you know, with Glasgow going so well, I can't really compare. Complain, sorry, with um, with that. I've just got to keep working. So I'm 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 in a good place. I'm you know I'm enjoying it at Bath, and I like the the fact that we're starting to click at the back end of the season as well, which made a big difference. I guess when new coaches come in and they bring a new staff, everything it does take what a, a bit of time. And I mean, again, Dad coached for for a long time before I played and I kind of used to go in a lot and see mm. a lot of what happened and I remember his first uh, year back uh, coaching at Sale he got um I think it was like 10 weeks in and he he was like DOR and he he got sacked for a day mm -hmm. and I remember getting called in at school and uh they were like are you okay and I was like yeah I'm fine why what's up and then they were like have you not seen the news and I was like oh. Oh, what's going on and then they were like oh your dad's been sacked I'd called that up straight away. And he's, oh, no, I'm going back in tomorrow, don't worry. I'm there like, what? <laughs> oh, so, uh, and how old were you then? <laughs> uh, I was 14, probably uh, 15. No, no, maybe, I don't know, four, yeah, 13, 14. So you've seen a lot of the game. Well, well I mean, I started... There's a theme here, isn't there? <laughs> I started going to, uh, like, watch Dad coach at Gloucester and, mm. and all that so when I was... the balls back when I was yeah, doing yeah, Really? Yeah, was, um, of course, because you very, were at Gloucester at the same time, weren't you? Yeah, you used to kick the balls back for... Goal kicking yeah. practice. Well, El Elliot threw a snowball at me once as well. Um, <laughs> I was like just like you know helping the kit man Sean and I'd uh, get the snowball shake in front of me. He's still there as well. So <laughs> now when we play Gloucester, he's like obviously old and like, a lot more grown up, and he's like the head of it now. But he was like the young lad who I used to kind of stay around with. Oh, and yeah. I remember we used to go in. We'd even be in all the meetings and at the back, just like <laughs> sat there like this with a Gatorade. Um, well, learning, the, yeah. if nothing else. Oh, no, I, I no, I you wouldn't have known it was that. I would have no idea, but I just, I'd love it. It was like uh, everything. And then I'd go to, my, after, straight from it, I'd go to my team. And then even on the, the Friday night games or the Saturday night games or Saturday games, I remember I used to run around with all the other kids on the pitch and the ones older than me, I was like, I've got to tackle him. He's massive. <laughs> um, and then I'd go yeah. to my team on the Sunday, Cheltenham Tigers, and, and try and, like, you know, be the best player there. And it was a... Uh, it was it was good fun. I, I was I loved having that as like kind of what I did on my holidays when I was at school. I would just go to my dad's work and 
just going to be there. It's rugby in the blood, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> say, uh, and Bath, did, you did really click towards the end of last season. Yeah. Uh, you know, made a real kind of rise up the league. And, and the way the team played as well probably changed. But you'll have a team, mate, an international team like join you next year that will play a little bit as well within rocking up. You've trained with them here. But it'll be exciting to play outside or alongside something that Finn I get for... for well, I guess yeah. for club rugby as well. No, definitely. <coughs> he's um, obviously pretty good player, so <laughs> it's uh, it, it'll be nice to have him there. And you know, he's uh, it, it'll be good. He's a good lad as well. So mm. he's um, it'll be very helpful as well. It's not just the fact that he's good and he'll make me mm. look good. It'll be the fact that I can learn a lot off him. You yeah. know, I learn so much when I come up here off him and other other boys. You know, even like Ollie and Big Joe and stuff like that. And in, in the wider channels, they won't have to come looking for the ball as much because yeah. he's got that kicking game and that mm. long passing game, which will get them into the game. So. Um, he'll be brilliant, and he'll also, he'll also help the other tens out massively. You know, we, they can all go and work together and, and just help each other out. And they've all got different attributes that that you know that link them all and to to be good. So, yeah, no, I'm excited to to see what he can do. Do you ever want to play ten? You played about ten, didn't you? you? Did, um, yeah. you see, the two or three things I, you've I've said here is like yeah. confirmed yourself as a centre. But <laughs> yeah. you, you you played pretty much everywhere across the back line, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I've even played. Well, actually, <laughs> weirdly, I've played everywhere in the back line. Scrum um, half. I played scrum half on my <laughs> prem debut Did you? Oh, for ten minutes. Yeah, Faf got yellow that. carded as I walked on, oh, no. and um, Dimes like looks at me, and Gus Wars on the bench as well. Who's and um, <coughs> obviously, because I was about to go on anyway, so I yeah. think he's just like, oh, well, there's no point in putting another. I've got the wrong like, red path here. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> he was like, have you ever played nine? I was like, no. And he goes, do you want to? I went, well, you're all right. And then he uh, he went and put me on, and I remember, and uh, they're funny, funny, weird kind of thing. I completely forgot. If I pick the ball up, that they, they like uh, defenders can tackle Your you. Game. Oh. So I picked the ball. It was against Leicester, and I looked. I, I looked to like pass to the kind of pod, and they're not there. I'm thinking, where are they? Went to put it back down, and <laughs> Ellis Genge has just smoked me, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm there like, oh. Was that your first and last experience at scrum? Yeah, that ten minutes was. Yeah, oh, really? I was absolutely shattered for oh. the last. I was only on for like 25 minutes in the game, and that 10 minutes I was shattered from because then I went mm. to centre after that. Um, it seems easy, uh, but yeah, going back to the the you know the yeah, fly stuff, off yeah. thing, I've um I probably you know I I would if I got told you know oh, yeah. if you want to play ten and Cam can you play ten like mm-hmm. I would because I'd like to play every week I'd just mm-hmm. you know want to keep playing and I actually did um when I came back from uh, my f- uh, last ACL we played La Rochelle away in mm-hmm. Europe um, and both of our tens were out and I was my first week in trade like right, yeah, back fit. And uh, Neil Hartley comes up to me. He goes, "On, on the Monday, he's like, you'll you'll be fit this week." And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> and he goes, um, "Oh, I'm thinking of putting you on the bench, just you know, cover the uh, centre and, and maybe ten if, if the other <laughs> lads don't get through." I was like, "Yeah, no worries." And he goes, "Actually, no." Um, later on, he goes, oh, "I'll put you. At, I'm going to start you at 12." And I was like, "Oh, cool, cool." Um, and then Wednesday comes. We've just finished training, and the other the other tens haven't trained all week. And I'm thinking, <laughs> "Oh, wait a minute, I'm, yeah. oh, wait a sec. I've been training at ten here. <laughs> What's going on?" And then he comes up to me. He goes, um, "Yeah, so Cam, you're going to play 10? I was like, oh yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Um, I was like, this is mental. <laughs> and um, I was like, whatever though, I just want to play. I've been out for eight and a half months. Um, so I learned all the calls like to be a 10, that you know, you have to learn all the mm. different stuff and call it all and speak to the lineouts and all, all of that kind of rubbish. Within a couple of days? I mean, it's... Like, you're around Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah but yeah, I, you kind of knew it anyway as a centre. Yeah, you know yeah. all the calls. It's yeah. just how you tell people them. But it's and, the communicating. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. understanding where to call certain things is, mm. is probably the tough part. Um, and then yes, yeah, so I played that game. 
uh, played about 60 minutes and you couldn't see more than 10 meters because the fog that's right oh, <laughs> <Yeah. water. laughs> so I was uh, I was putting like, high balls up and everyone was like where's that gone I was like thinking no, I don't know um, <laughs> With you, when we ask players this question, they're coming generally from a place of not having the exposure to a lot of the, I suppose, the heroes of the game, as some some might see them, um, when they were growing up as directly as you did. But who did inspire you as a young player? Who did you sort of admire or look up to? Um, the generic one was always like, you know, Sonny Bill Williams. I loved watching him just because... I like to offload. I love that kind of side of the game, uh, so I used to see that from him. But um, weirdly, like the two that I'd kind of loved the most weren't even rugby union players. It was two, mm. uh, three actually. Um, it was rugby league players in, in uh, the NRL. Oh, so rogue! It was, right, uh, Sean Johnson, okay. Roger Tuivasa-Shek, and uh, Benji Marshall. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And uh, I used to watch their highlights videos over and over and over <laughs> again as a kid. I just loved watching. I, I I didn't even know who what teams they played for. I just used to watch their highlights. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> and I was lucky enough to meet Benji Marshall when I was maybe 14, 15, when oh, yeah. uh, they do that World Series thing. Mm. And he was playing for the St. George, uh, St. George at, and he was training at Salford. And Sale were doing a team run when Dad coached there, and I went along, oh, and he was there, and I met, met him. And he's, I think he's got a Scottish grandparent or oh, something. Really? Yeah. Oh, he get could my play, Yeah, he was good. For those who don't know, yeah. it's like... He would invent offloads and sidesteps and yeah. skill. Like, incredible to watch. Yeah, there's, there's, a, even... there's a theme there with all uh, the names uh, that you've suggested. A, there's an attacking yeah, element there's there. There's a real <laughs> attacking. Uh... <laughs> well, I, I used to love Manu as well. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was never going to be like what he could do just mm. because of that. But I used to watch like his big hits and mm. stuff as a kid. And um, yeah, Dan Carter was another one I used to love watching. Um, but yeah. Uh, Eliotta, who was at, Sa mm. at, at Gloucester. Similar, similar yeah. types of players as well. Yeah, yeah I, used love, I, used I love this love question because you learn quite a lot yeah. about what, yeah. you know, what inspires you as a player too now. I used to love uh, Acapusa Quera oh, yeah. from Gloucester. Uh, Gloucester. Yeah, he was like, in back row. I, I yeah, mean, yeah. I just used to love him because like, when I used to go in and see everyone at Gloucester, he never said a word. Yeah. Um, and then I'd see him at the pitch and he'd absolutely smoke people. And I'd mm. be thinking oh my god this guy's amazing <laughs> and just because like you know when you're like fifth wait 13 14 year old kid you just want to see the highlights real stuff you don't really care about the rest of the game i played with q hakipuzi quera at gloucester and you're right he didn't say a word to anybody <laughs> I, we kind of joined at the same time and uh for the first couple of weeks i would drive past the hotel and pick him up and take him in he still wouldn't say anything and it was about six months in i, I got a rib injury i think away in bordeaux or something and after the game, I, was, I had to come off and I was sitting in the chair and I was just in agony. And he walked past and looked at me and she said, Ribs? And I went, Yeah, yeah. And he just burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole day. That it's all the interaction. <laughs> I was lying, feeling sorry for myself. But it was a lovely, a lovely guy. A nice wee exchange. Not that long retired, actually. No, no. He played for, for years now. It's pretty special. So it's bringing it back to here now, big summer ahead, so many opportunities. I mean, what are you most looking forward to with the, the weeks and months ahead? Obviously. Um, you know, I'd love to, to to get a bit of game time in those um, those summer t uh, tests. Mm. I really, uh, you know, I've, as I said, I've, I've kind of never managed to to get more than one or two games in mm. a, in a row. So I'd love to try and get a bit of game time there, and then you know push for that final squad and and hopefully put be a you know put myself on a plane uh, to to France. It would be um, awesome. pretty special. So yeah, I'd love that. Um, 
and you know I've just got to keep working hard and trying to trying to put my best foot forward. Well, we are so excited to see what comes ahead, and we wish you nothing but the very best for the famous Grouse Nation series to come. And uh, what is lies beyond that is too is very exciting. So very best wishes. Always a pleasure speaking to you, Cam. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks very much for coming on the official Scottish Rugby podcast. As always, all of the latest exclusive content from the Scotland camp can be found on Scottish Rugby's social media channels and, of course, on the website scottishrugby.org.